Thank you for checking out this episode on Really Dicey's Game Master podcast. You can see the video version of this discussion on YouTube, as well as more content on reallydicey.com. Hello, everyone. Thank you for checking out this episode of Really Dicey. This is Manny, and I'm here with... I'm Matt. I'm Seth. And today we're talking about cursed items, cursed magical items. Yep. Cursed magical items. They were a uh, thing <laughs> in, um, in, in old D&D. Are they a thing in fifth edition? Um, not predominantly, but I, I'm pretty sure they exist. Yeah, yeah, they might still be in the, in the Dungeon Master's Guide or something. But. So yeah. hmm. I always thought cursed items were kind of weird and really even a little random and cruel mm. um, because they're <laughs> firstly uh they're really deceptive right like they can't be identified with with an identity spell you can't do any research to find out it's it's cursed um and if you do it actually looks like it's a beneficial item so these items will pretend to be other items <laughs> yeah, and then only will you when you use them do they turn out to be cursed. Like you know, for instance, there's um in in the first edition DMG, there's there's a uh, it's just called a sword minus two. That's all it is. And every time you look at it, it'll be a it'll look like a sword plus two if you you take it to a sage or identify it or something. You, you practice with it. it, it works really well. But somehow the, the, the item knows when you need it. <laughs> so when you actually are in earnest combat with something that's trying to kill you, then it's a minus two, like minus two to hit, minus two to damage. And the funny thing is in the description, it says that this isn't apparent to the character. Which is kind of weird because the player is going to figure out really quick because he's going to look at the dice. And like if everybody around him is hitting the monster on a 13 and he's not, he's going to say, well, what's going on here? You know, and players usually roll for their own damage. So, well, I guess what happens is you behind the screen, they say, oh, I did five points of damage and you write down a three instead. So it's, it's sneaky. <laughs> the magic items are, are, are really sneaky. Um, <clears throat> and then, of course, once you do figure out they're a cursed item, you can't just get rid of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it takes a, a, let's see, it was a wish, a limited wish, an alter reality, which I got to admit is a spell I don't remember. And in one case, just one that I saw, it needed a high-level cleric to exercise it. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I think in, by fifth, you just need to remove curse spell. Oh, no. In, in first edition, remove curse doesn't do it for you. Although you would think it would. It's a curse. Um, the only thing, the only cursed item in the DMG that you could get rid of was the, uh, the cursed armor and the cursed shields. But since they didn't reveal themselves as, as cursed until they failed to block a, 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 a really serious blow, 
it was a little too 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 late anyway. Too late, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So you know the the plate mail vulnerability actually worsens your armor class. <laughs> but and then once you're hit, um, then you can then you can get rid of it. Or you can get rid of it at any time, but you don't know it's cursed until, you know, somebody puts a sword through it like butter. <laughs> or you try to, try to take off the ring and it's just like not coming yeah, off. It's not coming off. Your finger off. It uh, makes, makes me wonder if they'd have like a shield of missile deflection and then the curse would be shield of missile attraction. That's exactly it. That 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 item exists. That's exactly oh, what okay. it's called. Yeah, I think you're just remembering that <laughs> way Probably, back in your yeah. memory. Yeah, but um, so you know there were lots of different types of curses. Um, some of them there were at least two items that forced your character into a berserker um, mode. I, I find it interesting that what was originally considered a curse is now yeah. a class. <laughs> And then of course you had the the bag of devouring, which looked like a bag of holding. Yes. Mm. Everything yes. you put in just was gone. Well, not only that, it, it could it could bite you. Oh yeah. 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 So um, you know, so so not only there were were there things that were just less effective, like they made you less effective, uh, there were some that are real, you know, player character records, like uh, gauntlets of fumbling. Right, decreased yeah. your armor class and made you just miss any roll, any dexterous roll, uh, which is awful because they look like gauntlets of, of dexterity. So who's going to put that on? Your thief. Your thief puts them on, and now you can't thief. You you just can't. I mean, you can you can do your sneaking, but you can't climb. You can't pick locks. You can't do any of the other stuff that you're a thief for. So I think there was another cursed. Uh, cursed boots but every time you tried to sneak it made noise <laughs> noisy boots <laughs> every time you tried to move silently you're sneaking there was another one i was going to mention earlier it was a helmet that looked really nice but as soon as you put it on spikes would grow into your head yeah i did that one that must have been later than the first edition but i do remember something like that yeah that was pretty awful so that's under the 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 near inescapable deaths so yeah. some of these items just flat out kill the 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 necklace of strangulation. Yep. Right? You, you put it on and it just strangles you. And it you take six points of damage until you die. And it can only be removed with a wish, a limited wish, alter reality. So not only do you have, I don't know, you know, a finite number of rounds until you're dead, you need one of those high-level spells that happens to be memorized by somebody else, because obviously you can't cast a spell when you're being strangled. There was a robe like that. Yeah. One of my characters ran into a robe like that. Yep, yep. So, I mean, um, yeah, you know, uh, then there were other ones that were were just mocking (laughs) as well as deadly. There was the, uh, the Horn of Bubbles. It looked like uh, you know, there's a couple other horns that do some wonderful things, blasting and max things down and everything. Horn of bubbles. You, you blow the horn and suddenly all these little soap bubbles come up and they cluster around you so that you're blind and you can't really do anything. And then, oh, and it only does that when you use it 
in a dangerous situation. So, I mean, that's just that's just mean, you know. And and then there was there was the um, <clears throat> there's there's a broom of flying, right? Okay, you get a, you know you know a broom of flying, which is broom sort of thing, <clears throat> which is great. And then there's the broom of animated attacks, which looks like a broom of flying. So and it 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 functions perfectly normal and everything. But whenever you give it one of the commands that you would give a a uh, broom of flying, it it flies up the air, does a loop, knocks you on your ass, and then comes back and starts beating you. <laughs> I mean, some of these things were really just cartoonishly mean. There was, there was, you were talking about the horn of bubbles. There was sort of a wand like that. Um, it, it looked like an, an attack wand, but then when you try to use it, just bubbles would come out instead of like a ray or anything. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, some of them were just mean and uh, were PC records. And then there were some that, that could be campaign records. Mm. There's the, um, right at the very beginning, this was back in basic. Uh, this is that there's actually one of these in the keep on the borderland. You'll be happy to know that I've taken it out. <laughs> <laughs> a helm of opposite alignment. Yep, alignment change. Yeah. Put it on and it flips your alignment. I mean, that's awful, right? You know, because what happens if you're neutral? You 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 become one or the other. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. You, you flip yeah. to an extreme. Yeah. Um, which could be okay, but it could be just awful. I mean, if you if you switch to chaotic, evil in, in basic, um, all you have to do is kind of pretend it did something else or didn't do anything at all, volunteer for watch, and kill the rest of the party at the end yep. of the campaign, right there. Yep. Yep. You know, and and then so that's kind of on the awful side. On the on the mocking side of campaign record, there's the ring of contrariness. You put the ring on, and you become just the jackass. You 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 your character cannot agree with anyone. Tim Cast, uh, who was one of the um, early members of TSR, uh, a close personal friend of Gary. Um, I think the first editor of Dragon Magazine um, and had a lot to do with old D&D. His name is in, you know, the, the basic edition there. He has a, um, a YouTube channel and uh, he, where he tells old stories and he asks questions and everything. And uh, just as a quick aside, if you have any interest in old D&D um, or the history of TSR or even just like the see an old guy talking about stuff he loves because he's really into gaming in general you should really check him out uh he does a he does a his uh YouTube yeah, channel put, is the, the we yeah, put we'll, a link. We'll put it in the, the description it's the curmudgeon in the the dungeon oh the seller. Yeah. anyway tim cast he's great but i actually asked uh mr cast about this on his youtube channel about cursed items uh and and he he uh he addressed it in, in his late, latest video, uh, he said that the the idea for the cursed items, uh, he said, was based on uh, a lot of stories that you find in Appendix N and in folklore, a lot of cursed items there. Uh, he said that Gary put them in 
because all that glitters is not gold, right? So sometimes what a, something that appears to be good is bad. And, you know, that, that meshes with other things Gary has done. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I, I said that I stopped using them because my players hated them so much because they seemed really random and cruel. And he said, uh, you know, and uh, Mr. Cast said that, yeah, if, if you use the charts and they just show up on the charts, and then they are random. But one th theme he keeps coming back to on, on his channel is that uh, DMs need to exert more control over their game. Um, so he doesn't use a lot of random tables. He puts things in purposely. So he said that, uh, you know, he suggested putting the, he said, I would never put in a, a cursed item randomly from a chart. I would always purposely put it in. There'd and, be a you know, reason, I, there'd be a backstory. Yeah, there'd be a reason yeah. for that. I, I like that idea. I like, I like if you can put them in, you can take away the randomness of it. And, um, you know, along the same lines, I would kind of, I'd like to give some sort of clue as to their true nature. I mentioned this way back in the the potions video we did, where I said I would have the the potion give some sort of clue to its effect. You know, I, I would I would like to um, you know give some sort of indication um, that the the item might be cursed. You might be something we watched about. Uh, so. Again, um, this is something I've changed from the keep, so I'm not giving anything away. But um, in part of the keep, there's a um, there's an undead in a, in a coffin. Expect him to find, and you know he's he's uh, you know he's a he's a big ghost or something over it. And if you open, you know, if you defeat him or something, and then you open up his his crypt, he's got a sword. And I thought, well, that's a good place for that sword to be cursed, right? Because it's an undead's coffin. If you're going to have a cursed item, that's a good place to have it. So maybe you shouldn't go messing with the... Maybe it was the, a sword that cursed him undead. Yeah. yeah maybe. So, so um, yeah. 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 So what, what do you guys think about cursed items? Uh, well, Manny? Oh. Or Seth? What do you think as a player? Uh, one beat you the, to it, Manny. <laughs> <laughs> two things. I remember watching a speech by Michael... Crawford, I think the last name was, the guy who created the old Bard's Tale computer game. And somebody asked him, why aren't there any cursed items in the game? He's like, well, when I was played it, I always hated cursed items, so I didn't put them in because I hate them. So, sure. Um, yeah. And two, I've always liked the idea of, of a of sort of half and half. An item that has a beneficial effect that you could really use but as soon as you use the beneficial effect it has a downside sure okay yeah so yeah. there's there's always that that line okay you can use it but this will happen rather yeah. than just yeah it always yeah it always yeah no that yeah. makes sense I, I like that uh you know uh mr cast mentioned uh intelligent swords he said those are kind of a cursed item and you know he's kind of right. I mean, unless you happen to get along really well with your sword, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> having it argue with you could be a problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and and uh, a lot of the um, artifacts are at least slightly cursed. 
you know, in, in the DMG, right? if you, you know, uh, a lot of the artifacts have downsides, some of them really serious, you know, if you are dumb enough to stick the eye of Vecna in your face, that's gonna <laughs> completely, uh, you know, corrupt you. Um, but yeah, that sort of thing, you know, like the, like the one ring that, that has a, yeah, was beneficial, but seriously cursed. So yeah, yeah, there is something to be said for that. Um, for the way I feel about cursed items is that I, I generally don't like them. Um, I, I've only used them when I was much younger. If, if I, um, uh, actually I'll still use them now. If they have a, a story element that affects yes. the game. Yeah. For 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 example, like you mentioned, the One Ring. So the One Ring is not just a cursed item. It's, it's the it's the item that drives the whole story. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Everything is everything revolves around the One Ring. So I, I feel that cursed items, uh, yeah, they could be problematic, but it, it should be something that drives the story along. It um, it it. I think it's it's horrible that you make players in a dungeon unless they really like that stuff. You know, I'm not I don't want to tell people how they want to play, sure. yeah. but you know, <laughs> but uh, but if you know, at least the players I played with, a lot of times they you know they they're really invested in the story. They're very invested in uh, you know checking out this dungeon, and uh, and I think it's horrible that you finally find something of worth and you find out that it works against them. It might even kill them right there and dead. I think that's just really unfair. Uh, I think. It could be fun, like mimics. Mimics aren't really cursed items, but it's it's almost the same idea of like the surprise. Sure. You know, sure. You know, you, sure. you try to touch something, oh, oh, you're stuck to it, it's trying to eat you, but at least you can fight it off and get experience points out of it. And, um, and then sometimes you can be really clever. I mean, if you have a really um clever party and they're sort of uh, go along with it, it doesn't have to be too detrimental. In one game, Matt and I were at a con. This isn't really a cursed item, but a a spell went haywire and basically cursed us and shrunk us all down to this big. And we're all like, "Well, we should, you know, do we try to get try to get full size? Do we quit the adventure?" And then some of us were like, "No, no, let let's continue that." So we did the whole adventure where all of us were about that big, yeah, and we had awesome. loads of fun. So. <laughs> that was great fun. But I think I think the problem with the uh, the traditional cursed items is, uh, okay, so unlike the Mimic, right? Um, you know, the um, the treasure chest tries to eat you. Ah, that's a great surprise. And and then you have a fight with it and all that other stuff. That's great. Um, whereas the, necula the necklace of strangulation, surprise, you're dead. Yeah. I, you, know, you know, you have a couple rounds of, of, of pulling at it, but there's really, I mean, the the chances of anybody having one of those spells ready to yeah. go is really low. Yeah. So it's it's a surprise, but instead of then leading to an interesting situation that you can a puzzle or or right. yeah. challenge, or it just leads to a dead end. So one of the problems you know I had with cursed items is where the heck do these come from? Magic items are so hard to make. I mean, where is the incredibly you know powerful jackass wizard who just spends his time making these things I mean, well, I always, the ultimate troll he just i always thought cursed items were sort of a corruption meaning they i always thought they didn't start out cursed they were like corrupted right. through an evil force or maybe the magic over the number of years kind so, of 
Yeah, no, yeah. that's a great idea. So that's kind of what I was kind of I was I was getting to. So what if the cursed item, you know, first as Manny said uh, or suggested, maybe the item is under a curse, like like it's the mummy's curse. If you remove it from the tomb, bang, the mummy's curse is on it, and now it's cursed. Like if you break into, you know, uh, a tomb. You know, you're 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 in the catacombs, and you kill all the monsters everywhere, and you find your way to uh, this saint's, you know, tomb, and you bust it open, and and there's their perfect preserve their body, and they've got their sword and everything. Maybe if you loot that holy person's body, you deserve to be cursed. <laughs> you know, maybe that that you know the cleric's god will curse you and while it was lying there it was a perfectly fine magical sword and when you heartlessly snatched it without even asking yeah so so that brings me so so that's what i was thinking about earlier what if cursed items were not cursed so much as haunted mm. right mm. so you have a you have a normal item and then it's involved in some tragic horror or horrific deed, which twists it and curses. Or in the same way, uh, you've got a house that's haunted by a ghost who, you know, died tragically. You've got a dagger, and and the jealous wife killed the loving husband with the dagger, and and then killed herself in remorse. And now gremlins, like, gremlins. It's all the same thing where cute lovable thing but when you break the rules <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah so the, the the dagger absorbed that chaos and and now i mean that that tragedy and, and now it's cursed i don't know it it weeps blood or something and gives you terrible nightmares every night so that you can't you can't get a restful night's sleep and then what i like about this is it ties it into the background and to get rid of it, you have to exercise it in the same way that you would a ghost, like in your traditional ghost story. You would you have to you have to figure out what the tragedy is. Then you kind of symbolically have to solve it. Like you take the dagger and and melt it down into rings, and you you, right. you put them on the the skeletons of the of the doomed lovers or something. Or you know or um, somebody stole her mother's ruby ring from an orphan and then somebody killed the thief to take the ruby ring and then somebody stole it again and it was stolen a couple of times and 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 all that theft and greed and, and you know the original tragedy has warped the ring and cursed it so now that it it inspires murderous um coveting in anybody who sees it mm. so yeah, I like that. You can use that to drive the story forward. You can, like Manny was saying earlier, it's not just a random. And you could curse you could have a really simple way to get rid of the curse that nobody would think of. Mm. Just put it in a beggar's bowl. There you go. Yes, give away the you know the ring. Just freely give the yep, ring. Just away. freely give it to somebody who doesn't have any. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see. You just have to be more clever with them. The the, mm. the ones that are written in the books are really 
rather clever and emergent and imaginative, but kind of in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now you could you could have the necklace of strangulation, but it doesn't strangle you right away. It just slow. I mean, maybe it looks really, really beautiful. It makes whoever's wearing it really beautiful. But then over time, it starts rotting the flesh underneath or, you know, stuff like that. Maybe uh, Manny said something about using it to enforce the, the um, morality. So imagine the, 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 the necklace was, you know, belonged to this uh, really heartless um, you know, this heartless woman, kind of, uh, you know, that, that baroness who bathed in blood. That, that I was just thinking about that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so maybe the strangulate that you wear the necklace and it gets smaller every time you do something mm. evil or wicked, you know, it just slowly constricts in on you. Yep. I don't know. Um, and then you would, you know, I think you just need to Think about the items more. Um, and tie them into the story more. Tie yeah. them into the story more and, and give them, a, you know, another way of getting rid of them besides casting a bunch of high-level spells because that's, that's no fun. Yeah, nobody, nobody's going to have that. Yeah. So, yeah. And, it, and if, if you have it like a, like a necklace of strangulation that you put it on you die, well, you've just turned it into a trap. Basically, it's just yeah, it's, it's, it's just a trap. Yeah, it's just a trap that can't be detected. That like yeah, that nobody the rules has a chance. State yeah. that you have no that that's the thing you have no chance of detecting yeah. this necklace. I yeah. mean, you, you none of your spells work. The you know the rules specifically say that the necklace looks like something else. Yeah. So you have you you're, there's no. There's you're no way to the... defend yourself against this necklace, only except maybe like deciding you're never going to pick up another necklace. Yeah, you're basically <laughs> stacking the deck against your players, and yeah, they have no chance of. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing they can do about it. Now, I, now, as Manny said, there's nothing. If 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 that's the sort of game everybody likes, if everybody likes this kind of Gygaxian funhouse, two Mahars, yeah, where <laughs> right, you, know, you know, um, the you know, uh, death may be around at every corner and you're always taking chances. Yeah, maybe that's kind of realistic. And that can be a lot of fun. But Like that, we played a game at a con like that. Every, there was a whole stack of characters in the middle, in the middle of the table. And then it, it, was, it was a given to see how many, how many characters would die during the, as soon as one died, you picked up another one and then you get a stamp. And then, you know, sure. Sure. Whoever so, had the most deaths or ever had the least deaths, stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, if, if you like that sort of thing, sure. But, uh, yeah, yeah. You might not. <laughs> <laughs> there was, I remember it, um, I heard at Gen Con or Dragon Con, they'd have like a big, it was, it was a huge dungeon. They'd have many, many different uh, tables playing at the same time. And they'd all start at a different entrance of the dungeon. And it was, it was a race to see who can make it the furthest without a TPK. Yeah. Oh, and of course, that one would have tons of cursed items too, but, you know, it, that was sort of the whole idea. But yeah. But just, to, but just to stick them in a game where nobody's expecting it, it, it just, yeah, it's like a big middle finger to the players. Yeah, sometimes. Mm. And actually, it's, it's doubly cruel in, 
or triply curled, quadruple. I can't forget, I'm losing track of how cruel it is. <laughs> it's even more cruel because in the early games, treasure was experience. So if you passed up on that necklace, you may be passing up on going up a level. But if you pick up the necklace, you can be, uh, uh, well, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, there are cursed items in, in fifth edition, uh, but there's not a lot. It's um, there's only like actually like two paragraphs in the the DMG for fifth edition about <laughs> it, um, and I don't think there's much examples of it. I have to really check on that. Uh, the only thing I could think of in fifth edition that was interesting was that there in in the Ravenloft book, there's a bag of holding that. Um, if you pick it up, there's a bag man inside there. So ima imagine like, you know, you're putting stuff in, you're sleeping for the night, this horrible thing comes out of it oh. and tr tries to take you inside. I think that, that's, that was wonderful. I wow. love that. That is great. But again, you know, the curse leads to a challenge and an encounter and a situation as opposed to the, the bag of devouring, which just takes your stuff. Yeah. I I could so see your hand. Hey. I could so see somebody on watch that night and on the corner of their eye. Wait, did a hand just come out of that bag? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, I love that so much. I I, lo I now I'm envisioning like walking through a town and a thief reaches towards your belt and a hand comes out of the bag and grabs the. <laughs> ah! or, or the wizard's familiar walks a little bit too close to the back. <laughs> You know, speaking of first edition stuff, um, I remember, and I have to double check, but I remember the Dragon Orb in Dragonlance um, was a thing that you could use it to contro control dragons, but you have to be careful that it didn't eventually control you. Yep. And um, yes, you had yeah. to have a very high level intelligence because and then you had to make a you had to make a saving throw every time you used it, and saving yeah. throw would be really hard. So yeah. yeah, like I said, those those. Those uh, artifacts were not exactly cursed, but really dangerous. Yeah, yes. which is yes. cool. I like. Yeah, that. so that, that that's the little type of things I, I like more to see more in, in games. But anything like like you said before, like just like we'll have a good chance of killing you. It's just not fun. You know, it's not clever either. I, yeah. I was trying to think of cursed items in other games. Um, you know, maybe under different titles, but even. Even Call of Cthulhu doesn't do this. I mean, the cursed books are all clearly cursed. I can't remember a case of a, of a, of a mythos tomb, a tome that didn't look like a mythos tome. I don't remember anyone, any of them pretending to be cookbooks or something that you open up and they suck your face off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. They, were, they were cursed and they were dangerous, but even the dangerous ones you could, you know, it was the promise of, of power. Mm that that or or knowledge that you read and and if if you didn't go crazy you could actually get something of benefit out of the, out of the book um yeah. you know so so even call cthulhu doesn't have the you know open the box and die <laughs> yeah if you read the first page of necronomicon <laughs> the evil dead come after you yeah but that's should, kind of a giveaway, right? Yeah. It's a <laughs> It's bound in human skin and written in blood. I mean, it, you know. It has a face of agony on it. Huh? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's not pretending to be, you know, something nice. You should not read from the book. 
Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So cursed items. We don't like them. No. <laughs> That's our final word. <laughs> uh, thank you everyone for watching. Uh, like, subscribe. You know what to do. And, and um, be careful what you wear. It may come back to haunt you. Yeah. Don't pick mm -hmm. up that necklace. <laughs>